Ugh. What's wrong? I just keep losing. I can't seem to get a win. Well, keep going. Eventually, it'll pay off. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah. Join me on the flip as we get into some things that might sound counterintuitive, but I promise you there's a lot of wisdom in there. Join me as we get into a perpetual loser's reward. I'll see you on the flip. How to lose to win. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, that one, that statement right there, it was uh, a song by a songstress, Fantasia, uh, that talked about how you have to lose to win. And it was it was a good song. Um, There's also another reason or, or inspiration for this wisdom smack that we have today. And I'm going to just say this, that um, I have always touted this personal uh, mantra (laughs) that has helped me and continues to help me to move forward. And that is, this is what I tell myself, that failure is the tuition I must pay for success. In whatever I'm doing, failure is the tuition I must pay for success. And I've always said I want to fail forward and all of these different things. And so today we're going to be talking about a perpetual loser's reward. And what do I mean by that? Uh, Recently, Netflix came out with a movie that stars Eddie Murphy. And it is about a snapshot in time of a man by the name of Rudy Ray Moore. And it talks about how he became a unlikely movie star. Uh, in the 70s. And he was part of, I don't like this term, but this is how people look at that time. But he was part of the black exploitation era of movies. And the reason why I don't like it is, is neither here nor there. I will just say that during this time, black uh, Americans were expressing their form of in- entertainment in the way that they wanted to express it. And just because it did not fit what the mainstream thought does not mean that it should get a bad moniker uh, for it. They fulfilled and supplied a need and a niche in the market. And I think it should be that instead of a derogatory term. So now that I've, I've said that, let me move on. <laughs> But anyway, Rudy Ray Moore, he um, came up as a uh, a would-be entertainer. He started off singing and uh, uh, being an MC, and he had a whole bunch of jobs. And uh, he ended up making his own lane to become a um, a star in the Black community dur- during the 70s. He's also credited with being one of the influencers on what would become uh, hip-hop and rap. And so... He has a lot of accolades going for him. Now, let me talk about Mr. Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Okay, so Eddie Murphy in and of himself is a great. He is um, stupendous at what he does and the way he looks at life. And I like the fact that uh, when you're talking to him, he's very introspective. And he said something about Rudy Ray Moore that at first when he said it, now this is an interview with the cast um, when they were promoting the movie. And the movie is Dolomite, Dolomite is my name. That's the name of the movie. And Dolomite is a fictitious character that Rudy Ray Moore um, took (laughs) 
let's just be honest, took from um, a culture, uh, a subculture of, of humor. And uh, he turned it into, I don't want to call it mainstream because it wasn't, it was still within the black community, but he turned it into a, uh, a art form by adding his nuances to it and performing it. So anyway, Eddie Murphy is talking with these people, and I've mentioned this on another podcast, and uh, they ask him about Rudy Ray's uh, impact. And he goes on to say that individually, Rudy Ray uh, Moore was not the person that you would go to to learn how to sing, to act, or how to be a comic. He says, but yet and still, here we are making a, a movie about his life. and. The next thing, the, the, it continues to go where they ask him a few more questions, the cast members, that is. Uh, and he says something that at first I'm like, oh, that's harsh. But then when I took time to look at it and uh, feel it and, and let it marble around, the wisdoms just started popping off. And then, then he said this. He said that he believes that the reason why Rudy Ray Moore uh we're telling his story and his movie is not because of his endeavors in comedy, music, or movies, but that it was about him as a person and him in his life. And Eddie said he believes that Rui Ray Moore was, or yeah, because he's deceased, was a loser who refused to lose. Let me say that one more time because it's very powerful. If you just stop right now. Don't stop. Keep listening. Stay with me, y'all. But if you stop right now, just think about who is a loser who refuses to lose. It's it's packed with so much wisdom. So let's unpack it and get into it. As I said before, I've always looked at failure, losing, if you will, the tuition that you have to pay for success. And it has boded me well. I have been able to achieve some things that I didn't think I would, uh, and I'm very thankful, but it also continues to help me. And one of the things that I believe that when, if you get a chance to watch this movie, that you'll see how they painted uh, him in the movie was that uh, he had an eye for opportunity and he had a desperation to succeed. And they would show how over and over again he was told no. People laughed at him, scorned him, looked at him and said, you don't fit the mold. You don't belong here. And he would just go and not wait for anybody's approval to make things happen. And I really like that uh, because it's inspirational. Let's, let's just move forward. You get inspired by watching his tenacity. And it is said now, I don't, we don't have it actually coming out of Rudy Ray's mouth, but it is said that when he was alive, he wanted to have a, a relationship or interaction with Eddie Murphy and a, a manager said that that was not the case. Eddie says that he did meet with him. I don't know what the truth is. All I know is the outcome is that Eddie ended up playing him in a movie and thus his legacy is uh, being able to be spread in a good light. So I think it's an ultimate win. I really do. So while we have this time together, what I want us to remember and to start continue to start or either continue to work on is how to be okay with perpetual losses because you do get rewards along the way. 
you know, there is a reward for the perpetual loser. And the reason why I say that is because success is not just this one-time thing. It is not this point in time where you have arrived. Success is a culmination of a lot of experience, a lot of try-fail cycles, a lot of losses, and it is not linear. It is exponential. Success is like watching or observing a flower bloom where you start with a little bud and then it, it it blooms into this beautiful, large flower that has to have the support of all of these other petals and things that have grown so that it can become that beautiful burst and pop of um, beauty and uh, color and that kind of thing. And so success, if you will, it takes time to materialize. And when I considered Rudy Ray's ability to make a movie, the first thing I had to go back and realize is that he would not have been able to make that movie had he not built the relationships he did that were willing to support him and work, I guess, for free to make it happen. And so there was that. What if he had never met these people? What if he had never uh, had the the relationships that were strong enough uh, to support him? Also, what if he had taken what people had said that, oh, you know, you can have this success uh, and he rested on one success, which he, I mean, he, he didn't have one just readily available a success until his movies talk took off but based on his age he didn't even start popping as a uh success if you will until his late 40s and I mean I was like that's amazing you know he kept going and kept going so let's get into this uh this this whole concept that I'm talking about right now and that is I want to bring out that when you lose don't don't ostracize yourself away from people and hide. I've been guilty of that. You know, shame is a horrible thing. It will eat away any momentum you have. Just because you lose don't mean you need to retreat and lick your wounds in silence. No, keep going and, and keep your network around you because your network is your safety net. Um, I've had to learn that, yeah, I might miss the mark, but if I keep going, um, shame judgment and all those things, even if they are there, real or imagined, they can't stick because they can't stick on a moving target. And part of that is continuing to have a network, uh, continuing to be around people who are also failing forward, who are also perpetually losing toward a reward. And iron sharpens iron. So we're all in this together. The next thing I want to kind of say is this, is that the 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 illusion that a lot of people paint about success is not really what you think success has different angles different levels different meanings and one of the things that i can tell you now that wisdom is showing me is that you cannot ever truly be successful if you've had a few hits in one area uh what is it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul kind of thing if you are a success, say, for instance, you are a great success at accruing money, but your family hates you 
or your family, you're a stranger to your own family or your kids don't care. All they really wanted was time. Um, I, re- I remember the little platitudes that we would use in um, therapy and, you know, psychoanalysis of uh, people's issues. And especially when it came to kids, we would oftentimes, uh, you know, re- repeat this so that they could get it, that the way a child spells love is T-I-M-E. And now it has evolved to quantity over quality because a lot of times people think I'm a huge success and thus I have to keep giving all of my time and attention to that success at the detriment of family. And thus, when I do spend time with family, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to make it grandiose. I'm going to take them to all these places and all of this stuff. And the quality of the time we spend is going to be up here. When all it's really doing is creating uh, an atmosphere for them to only expect to be love bombed. And we'll talk about that in another episode. But love bombing is an epidemic now. And it's probably because so many people were victims of it that that's the only way they know how to love someone is to think that, oh, I'll do this great quality with you and you should be fine for the next six months. Because remember that thing that I did for you and I spent all that money and I took you to this place and showed you this thing. So yeah, you should be, you should be grateful. And not understanding that, yeah, you might be a success in, in one area, but you're failing miserably on in every other area. There's another thing when you see people who have these great successes, and yet and still they are suicidal, depressive, addicted to stimulants and all the other stuff, and people are shaking their heads. And it's because there is a totality to winning and to success. And thus, I believe that that is why we have the lives we do, because success shouldn't just be in maybe a relationship, um, a career, how much money you have or how much health, you know, too much of an ex- of something is excess and extreme, and it makes us get out of harmony with the rest of our life. Think about that person who all they do is live in the gym. That's all they do. All you know, they're addicted to either the exercise or the the benefits of what their body looks like or whatever. But yet, and still, they can't hold a job or they can't have a uh, a valuable relationship with loved ones or whatever it may be. And so that's another thing that um, looking at this Rudy Ray Moore character, if I'm to believe the legacy of the people who were around him, that. Yeah, he might have been failing at his career, but he had such good friendships that these people were willing to help him achieve his dreams. And that speaks volumes in that he was a great success in his network, in his friendships, and uh, in the loyalty that he showed for them and they showed for him. So that to me was not necessarily that uh, that he was a loser. I, I truly believe that Rudy Ray Moore was able to have a lot of wins in a lot of areas, but because the people that we may um, look up to only value how much money or fame or power you accrue, they might have judged him differently. 
So the next thing is, and 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 like I said before, we just talking here. Um, when you are wanting to achieve something, to win at something, to gain uh, the upper hand on something. We've talked about this many times, but eventually you're going to step on other people's toes when you take the action and everybody is not going to like it. You're going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. And for the people who are more aggressive, you're going to make them come after you. Not everybody is going to clap when you win. Not everybody is going to be willing to support you. There are going to be people who think in their minds even that they're helping you by trying to soften the blow of keeping you from failing. And the last thing you want to do is keep someone from failing. Let them run their race. Let them run into the walls. Let them get the lessons because that might be what it takes for them to successfully live their life. And took me a while to learn that both for myself and to make sure I don't do it for others. And so when someone tells me they want to do something and it doesn't matter what I think, I mean, I could quote unquote, see it, you know, with all sorts of evidence that they're going to fail. But guess what? I am here to support anything someone who is willing to tell me their dreams wants to do because whether they fail or whether they win, they still win. Because eventually it pays off. And that's the thing that I want to say here is that success breeds success. And, and, and this is the thing that a lot of people think. When they hear success breeds success, what people think or they hear is that perfect winning always breeds perfect winning. And that's not what it means. It means that as you build your network of support, as you build your skills, as you build your experience, your knowledge, your uh, capacity to uh, maintain and, and gain even when things don't look your way, that's success. A lot of things that we want, we can't have because We don't have the foundations. We don't have the experience, the knowledge, the know-how, the comfort level, and the confidence to pull it off because we need to build that. And building things, if you look, a lot of times it looks like a failure. There is this, um, I don't know if it's an urban legend or not, um, but it talks about uh, how um, when the light bulb, came and, you know, they talked to Edison. Now, of course, we can say that Edison, you know, made that as probably a PR ploy knowing that it wasn't him actually doing it, but it was his workers. But he talked about that he failed a a thousand times before he found the right way to make the light bulb work. And whether it was his 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 network, his, his employees or him, it still stands to reason that This is a viable precept and this is a viable way for us to take the pressure off of acting. And that is to be prepared to fail. Now, this one, listen to this. This is a a wisdom smack for all of us. Success takes a while to materialize. And the reason why it takes a while to materialize is because the, what we hold as the point of success is a moving target. It is always evolving. 
people can look at you and say, well, don't you have enough? And you're like, well, no, I haven't done X, Y, and Z. And I believe that we are made to always be seeking the next thing so that our lives are lives built and forged in change, in the need to continue to excel, in the need to continue to grow. And because of this, this is the thing that I had to realize that success takes time to materialize, but success is always coming for you. You're always having success. Even if you think something is a loss, you're having success because you just learned one way not to do it. Yeah, you learn one way not to do it. And it's something funny about it. You might fail this year. You might fail next year. But if you keep going, guess what ends up happening? You look and five, 10 years down the road, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I'm successful. I, I, I didn't even, it was so smooth. And that is because success is not linear. It is exponential. When you do something, there was this commercial that came out a few years ago and it was hilarious. It was for a New Year's resolution. And they show this guy and you can tell he has not been working out. Um, and he goes to the gym. He's got his towel around his neck and he's dressed in his workout gear. He goes, he looks at the gym and he, he runs around the perimeter of the room r- real fast to where he is, huffing and puffing. And he gets on the scale immediately after to look and see if he's lost any weight. And that, to me, is one of the best ways to describe erroneous thinking and erroneous perception about success. One of the results of success is daily action repeated over extended periods of time. You guys, I talk to y'all daily. Daily. Yes. If I take the time to be like, oh my gosh, I got to do this every day. It's going to possibly cause me to not want to do it. Because there are some days I'm like, hello, it's me, Michelle. World, are you out there? And there are some times where it's like, hey, heard your episode, you know, and I get all this feedback and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's sporadic at this particular time, but I understand how perpetual losses eventually lead to reward because of these wisdom smacks that I get. And I want to share it with you. So let me go and make that plain if I didn't. Success takes a while to materialize. You may not get it in a year or even two years, but if you keep going, you will eventually have all of this success. If you were to try to plot success, it would look like barely any movement for a long period of time. And then it starts to blossom and explode. Remember how we talked about it is like a flower blossom instead of it being a continual straight upward line. You have to stick with it and you stick with it because during that time, you're building precept upon precept. You're building a network. You're building experiences, skills, know-how. You're building enough failures to be able to know how not to do something. One of the most valuable things that I believe I bring to the table when I work with my clients is that I have taken so much action and failed at so much. I'm able to be like, don't go down that road because if you do that, that happens or this happens. Now, mind you, if someone says I want to go down that road, I definitely let them go because that's their lesson. But if someone is, especially when, you know, when they're paying me to help them 
to get on the best possible pathway, I do bring all of my experiences to the table and be like, okay, well, if you do this, this could possibly happen. You're still allowed to do it because it's your life, but I'm just going to give you the experience, uh, experiential knowledge I've received of I've tried this 27 different ways and this was the way that finally started working for me or whatever. Because success and winning is couched in failing forward fast, as fast as possible. Rip the Band-Aid off and go for it. And then success does, there is a price to be paid. We sometimes look at it in in, in terms of opportunity cost, of um, losing investment. But if you don't, then you're, you're not going to be able to know how to get to the success. I was talking to one of my nieces the other day about something that they want to do. And I had to tell them success is a topsy-turvy, circuitous route. You're going to go in circles. You're going to hit dead ends. You're going to think you're in a maze only to be snatched out and put into a jungle. And it's not a clear path because success looks differently for each person because success, I believe, knows what experiences you need to have to be able to continue to keep your success. Uh, (laughs) Looking at how people respond to how uh, life bounces back or rebels against them, looking at how you lose, it's going to tell you a lot about your success track, your success uh, propensity, There are a lot of people who self-regulate to be like, okay, I won this job and this is the only job I ever want to have in life because I never want to go through trying to go and uh, fail again. And thus people get stuck in time. They get stale. They get um, boring. They get uh, stagnant. And it is because they set on, this is my success and I'm only going to do what it takes to keep this. I have had it where family members who thought they loved me would tell me, well, just go and get a job. It's not like you don't have the experience and the education, just get a job. And I'm like, that's not my path. My path is to have my own business. My path is to be my own boss. My path on this earth at this time is to build my own dreams, not someone else's. And because I steadfastly looked at that, they're now looking at me 13 plus years into it and they're like, oh my gosh, Michelle knows all these skills. And even some of them have had to come and say, guess what? I've got to do this because I'm being forced to. And they're like, please, you know, consider helping me. And I'm glad to help. But I also have to make sure that I'm being uh, wise in my honesty that I can't protect them from every failure because it would do them a disservice. There is power in the struggle. There are many growth spurts that need to happen that only come through failure, being beat down, taking the L. But like Eddie Murphy said, Rudy Ray Moore was a loser who refused to lose. And thus, that's why he has a story worth telling. I want to just end this in my last few minutes of, of saying this. And that is that when you look over the course of your life, when you look over the course of your, 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 your chase for something, I want you to never forget 
that winning and success are made for the totality of life, not just certain areas. I want you to remember that you can fail and you can fail fabulously and still see the result of success because you're building skills and there is a there is something about uh failing that uh is inherently uh the human experience failure to me helps us to build a probability for luck and what i mean is this the way I'm describing luck is that luck is serendipity and serendipity. We've talked about that in other podcasts. Uh, well, in a, a another podcast, because like I said, I just absolutely love the word serendipity. But serendipity is uh, it is the um, the ability or the aptitude for being able to have discoveries by accident. And when you fail, I don't know about you, but when I fail, I always look for what did I learn by accident? And thus, I always find it. And that becomes my propensity to build on more and more luck. There are times I'm willing to chance something, to try something new, fully expecting to lose or win. And and in either way, I'm happy. And then I learn something. I make a new discovery. And so success has a lot to do with your skills, your experience, know-how, your network. But it also has that touch, that ingredient of luck that comes through losing. And so do not, do not shirk the uh, propensity or the probability for losing. Make sure that you're able to understand that that's part of the journey and that if you perpetually lose, it eventually leads to reward. Get better with each one. Don't just do the same thing over and over again. Get better with it. And uh, But know that you are, hopefully, like Rudy Ray Moore was, a loser who refuses to lose. So guess what? Yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, with another podcast episode of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes. Uh, Support the podcast by using our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. And... You can send me comments, questions, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to get them on the air and get them answered. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.